Oh, yeah. dude, I've seen that. Yeah. There's this Chinese girl where she just travels the world and she goes to yeah. different hotels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. And then I bought an NFT yesterday. I bought it. Oh, dude. I so, like, I was on OpenSea and I was like, yeah. oh, like, did Christian end up buying that uh, NFT? So, I went to your profile and then I saw this NFT. It was like the thing. I was like, okay, this is a divine. And then I saw 0.299. Oh, did, is that okay? Should I not reveal it? But I saw 0.299. It's okay. Yeah. And I was like, damn, yeah. like, Christian went big. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Only because. It was smart. I checked the purple hair NFTs. It's like around like 0.5. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I, see I, it was one of the, thank you for it was one of those things where I like I was when Kevin messaged me and, and then I called you. I was like monitoring for the entire day. Like I was just in bed just monitoring it. I was at the gym just monitoring it. I was looking at all the different like types of it and then the prices they were going for. I was bidding for some of them, but I wasn't getting anything. Even on the bid, that was the highest bidder, but I wouldn't get anything. So one of them, one of the purple-haired ones that I might have showed you, I was the highest bidder, but... Um, they didn't accept it. Yeah, they didn't accept it, right? And the buy now price at that time before the auction ended was like 0 0.28 and I bid 0 0.19 or 0 0.25, I bid 0 0.19. And then after the auction finished, they put it up for sale again at 0 0.35 because they knew that there was demand there for it so it was just a because i'm like i'm monitoring so many different places i'm seeing like the one that i got because it was a bit unique like the face scar and everything um face scar and then the back whatever right so like you know how you look at those properties so all the all the ones that are like that were going for a lot higher like 0 0.3 something so i'm like my budget was 0 0.3 maximum 0 0.3 i'm not going to go any higher than 0 0.3 it's the first one i saw a 0 0.299 i'm like i'm not going to around anymore i'm sick of the gas fees etc i'm just gonna do it i paid because because my first one right I, I i wasted a lot of money in gas fees like exchanging more i started it with like 0 0.19 weth and added more weth and i'm like screw it i'll go i'll just buy it outright at eth right and it was just like oh like gas fee gas fee gas fee so i was like screw it i'm done so i have one now it's there yes. the gas for me to transfer from WETH back to ETH. I got lucky. I only had to pay $30 gas. And then the gas for buying the actual NFT was like 100 and something. Like it, it was a lot of money. Yeah. It was a lot of money. That's good. You finally pulled the trigger though. Yeah. Just pull the trigger. I'm like, don't want to think about it anymore. That's so sick. Done. So it's like, I have one. And I'm just going to wait until this project like slowly you know, picks up a little bit more because at the moment I know that I could sell it for 0 0.35. I'm getting offers at 0 0.18. Like they're going up. Like someone, you know how they're lowball. Like I, I, I was one of those guys where they're lowballing. People are lowballing me, but it's okay. I'll hold it for a while and just see see what happens. I don't see a point in selling it straight away. You know what I mean? Like I generally don't see a point. But yeah, first NFT is done. I can't believe it. We started talking about it ages ago. We've really manifested it. You know what I mean? And the good thing is like the NFT market's on an uptrend. It's like, it's like I've been looking at the stats, it's on an uptrend. Um, so I think it was a good time to buy because like everything's going uphill from now. Yeah, yeah. Well, in that project in particular as well, everything's going uphill. So, oh, I'm nervous. Like I was really nervous. And then like, because I was just bidding everyone. I'm like, 
oh, I just want one. I'm like, I'm sick of just bidding. And like, look, if I see a really good price, I'm just going to do it. And I was torn between two, two of them. And one was 0.33 and it looked really nice. But I was like, no, nah, budget 0.3, hard budget, hard budget 0.3 max. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to do it. Because if I didn't do it, I just kept second guessing myself. The price would have increased. And then I would have just, I would have hated it. You know what I mean? I would have actually hated it. So like, it is, it is what it is. Did you join the Discord community and like get into there and then verify yourself? No, I haven't done that yet. That's the one thing I have to do. I was looking at the Reddit and the Twitter, like you told me, but because I don't really use Discord, I've never really, I don't even know how it works or anything. So I was like, yeah, I think I'll join the Discord now and see what's going on. But yeah, shit, it's, it's really, how many do you have now? How many ETH, um, NFTs do you have now? Um, I bought... I got five jungle freaks, three mutant cats, yeah. one eponym, two brush strokes. Got this like mutant gorilla. It's like so like twelve. But um, let's see how much ETH did I spend? Probably like eight ETH or something. Eight point five ETH. Okay, that's not too bad. It's not yeah, too bad. for like a lot, a lot of those, and like you, you hold a lot. You know what I mean? So it's not too bad. Yeah. So. Everything is down at the moment, actually. Everything I bought is down, so I'm at a loss for now. But I'm pretty confident on like the projects I've picked, and like things are sort of like coming up break even already. Um, and, and I'm pretty confident that these projects will like I don't know if I just don't sell and I don't buckle. I think it should do okay. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Just hold on to it for ages. Yeah, just I'm hold always, on to it for ages. I always get in at the top and it dies down but i've always learned that if i like didn't pull the trigger a few months ago i would have none of the knowledge i have now and like even if i'm well i don't even think i'm gonna lose money but even if i do lose a bit of money the knowledge and head start is so worth it exactly exactly you know what i mean so it's like just 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 push through like you just gotta push through How's everything else been, Christian? So you've you've you're no longer working. I don't even know if the audience knows that Christian is now on holiday for the next how long? How long is your holiday, Christian? Yeah, so it's been two two to three weeks. We're going into the third week. I'm on holiday, so I have until February seven fourteen until oh, I'm finally that's like three months. Oh no, yeah, three yeah three it's months. Like, yeah, three months in total, so soon to go back eventually. But at the moment, I'm so happy I took it. I'm so happy I took his break. Work is getting a little bit, you know, and then it was dragging on. There's no point. So I took myself, I'm getting a break. I'm getting a nice break. So I have to try and play in this overseas trip. I have to try and play in this overseas trip in Japan. But I don't know where I want to go because I just went to Japan. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I just went to Japan and I'm like, I really want to go back. But I'm like, the world is so big and I haven't seen a lot. And I'm like, I want to go somewhere. So I think I'll, I'll spend like a few days in Singapore and then I'll use that as a transit transit and I'll like buy somewhere after that. But I don't know. Like, where would you go? Like you said, you want to go US, right? I'm thinking about going to Chile. <laughs> See, I'm thinking, about going per- I'm thinking about going Peru. Yeah. Like, um, Cause Chile I thought there was a one way like flight the- to Chile. I actually wanted to go Japan and Europe, but then I just realized everything north above the equator is just cold now. Yeah, so I yeah. don't want to go to a cold place. I don't know why. I just don't want to. So I'm just looking at places below the equator. There's like Asia, yeah. Singapore, 
Philippines, there's New Zealand, Chile, Africa. Definitely, make no, probably won't go Africa in this given circumstance at the moment. Yeah, things are pretty red hot unless I get to a point where I'm like so burnt out. I'm like, let's like do something crazy and, <laughs> and let's go to Africa. You know what? Because of you know how I've seen you go about your travels and everything, I'm usually like a very like on the dot planner in terms of I'm very sequential in in the planning but I'm kind of just taking it as it goes because I haven't been doing much research into where I'd like to go but like you like I said might just book like a one-way one-way flight somewhere and just see where it lands me or or return let's let's just say Hawaii return or like a round trip and just see what happens but yeah I want to go Peru I want to go Peru but because I want to do Machu Picchu Mm -hmm. um but it's the wet season there at the moment so i think you know doing that trek in the mud is going to be a little bit of a pain and it's just like ah so i wouldn't mind chili a eh? chili sounds pretty sick but that's the same because i was thinking ah oh, do i want to do something different or like a just quick holiday like do i want to go to singapore and thailand or do i want to like just drop everything and just like bloody try different places dubai um where else where, like where else is there like maybe europe somewhere else in europe I, like i don't know like europe expensive as hell though expensive as hell but much as full send but yeah until feb i'm going to a gym like i'm starting a good gym routine again health is wealth you know trying to eat healthy and then well yeah my, one of the like because i made it like a to-do list right so one of them was like research into nfts and buy one so like i was like to yeah. so gym going and i have to go overseas gonna try and maybe do different things but try and grow my money oh well the bros to call something is else i wanted to do so i've ticked it off quite early and i'm kind of like oh i'm leaving a lot of time for myself so i need to all of jen but yeah like I, I don't know i don't know I'm thinking maybe south africa but south africa's got a lot of issues um yeah, I really want to do yeah, South it's really Africa. Weird. I really want to do South yeah. Africa, Madagascar. I was, dude, I was thinking about going Tanzania, and like, there's these tribes mm. called the Hunza tribes. That they, they hunt for food. They're like freaking actual tribe people, um, and I was, they have programs where they like if you want to donate money, they come and then they'll show you the place. Um, but the only thing is like, there's no signal, no internet. I get a bit of anxiety. Like if I'm like out of service for like two weeks. Like, what happens if I come back home and, like, have, like, 50 refunds or something? Yeah, see, the thing is, on your part, it's kind of like, you'd need a very, I don't know, you need to leave in, in confidence in the sense that if you are, like, under, if you know that you're going to go, you're not going to have reception for two weeks, you got to be willing to take that risk. Go two weeks, come back. Because you have your business, you're running your business. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, oh, what happens in two weeks? You come back and it's like small fire. Like, you know how like at the moment, small fire quickly burn it out, you know, um, wash it out. You come back, what if there's like 20 small ones and a big one? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like I would be anxious, but for me, I, I'd do it. I'm, I'm reading with the Huds are tried now. So they, wow, they the women and children going and try and collect food. Um, yeah, I heard stories and stuff. About there's this guy named David Cho, and he's like this Asian Korean that's like traveled the world, pretty cool guy. But was talking about how he was living with the Hunza tribes, and there was a day while they were hunting like gorillas or apes or something, and they hunted this ape, and like the ape was like, you know, it was running, it was trying to, it was trying to get away from these humans, and the dogs were biting it, and the ape was like, get off me, get, like trying to push all the dogs off it, so it was like a real human. 
like it was it, it looked like they were hunting like a human but with like fur all over it and like that's just gnarly thinking about that it's like all these places untouched right it's like no one like these places are free from society they are like truly free Dude, it'd be kind reason, of interesting i crave those experiences of like going to like the amazon forest and getting captured yeah. by tribal people and getting oh, stuck in these like freaking these bamboo sort of cages and some are trying to finesse finesse my way out and come back australia to share the story oh my <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> At least now we know you have a kidnapping fetish. Yeah. Like willing to just get kidnapped. What is your problem? Why would anyone You know what? I know what you kind of mean because it's like one of those it's like a movie. It's almost like a movie. Like you're literally living in your own movie where you just go just get kidnapped and then just come out the other side essentially to live the tale. But at the same time, like unlike movies, it's very, very real and you I don't want to do very, a taken very... style. For some reason, like Getting taken in the forest seems much more cooler than getting taken hostage by like drug dealers and getting sex trafficked. Like that's scary. Like I don't want to go near that. Yeah, that's that's genuinely like. Yeah. Okay, that that's another level. Which <laughs> see, look, I'm looking. I'm, I went on Google on like top places to visit in January, Tanzania. No way. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, Tanzania. Just just full send because I was oh, thinking cool, I was thinking yeah. Vietnam. But I don't know how the situation is in Vietnam at the moment, eh? Like, it, it, yeah. it's not looking great there either. But, yeah, like, how's things on your end? It's been a long time since we've been able to chat one-on-one. -on -one. From my end, yeah, just I'm now a barista. I now own an NFT. Would you do? do I, would you make that your DP, display profile photo? Oh, I did think about it. If it pops off, if it becomes, like, top 50, do it. It is top 50 oh, right now. no way. Wow. Yeah. And that means you fix the project. What? Damn. It's six. Oh, it's over the last seven days though. So like if we go last 30 days, yeah, it's not there at all. You know what I mean? So it's like over the last seven days. So hopefully it keeps some traction. But yeah, I wouldn't mind changing my profile. I did think about it. Why not? Just I'll do it on Discord. I don't care about Discord, you know what I mean? But like I don't use Discord, but yeah, I think I would change it. But I don't know. I don't know what else is on my to-do list other than I'm investing a lot more. I'm. Oh, I might need to buy some more ETH now because I think I've nearly exhausted all my ETH. Dude, but I'm out of ETH. I'm so sad. I can't buy any more it's... NFTs. Like I just have to wait for something to sell. But like the market's like slow, so I'm just waiting for me to even break even so I could sell something to get more ETH yeah. to buy more NFTs. And the thing is, like I'd buy more, but it's just quite the price is quite so high. high. Right so now. expensive. It, now. It, it, it's high and it's also like stabilized. It hasn't like shown any signs of cracking the 5k because like it cracked four for a while and then it cracked 4.5. Mm -hmm. But it's been sort of like stabling around there. So like, I don't know what to do in terms of should I just crack it from there. But yeah, like is there anything, what's new with you? It's, it's been a while. What, 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 are, what are your plans coming towards the end of the year as well? Is there anything that you're looking to change? I saw a YouTube video actually of yours yes um the other day off i didn't even get to tell you um where people can add their courses onto studying.com now so is that something new that you've implemented is that some yeah so like what's happening what's happening so right now we're building version three of the portal we're right now on version two on version right version two you can upload your own course but still a bit like clunky 
um, and we brought on a new developer so we have like a brand new freaking portal 3 that's going to be releasing tomorrow i think we're going to go into beta oh, testing wow. um so i'm really excited for that the new developer has been doing an amazing job so he's a big fan of like naruto so like yeah. during the testing the beta account all these you know testing users it's like named uzumaki naruto kakashi and he has all these naruto characters there <laughs> and it's just a bit funny uh but, but he's just like a naruto fan and like the developer is so funny like i'm calling him on like we do a weekly developer meeting and like i'm always hearing roosters in the background and i remember i was like oh um so i guess adrian what's your like hobby do you have any hobbies besides developing oh sir you know i like raising chickens and I was just taken back a bit, but it's like a cool hobby apparently. And and after he brought it up, I was like, that that sounds pretty cool. Like freaking having chicken, you got eggs, you got fresh eggs, and like, yeah, <laughs> that's so sick. That's in, that's insane. That's because it's so unique, right? Hobby, like on the topic of hobbies, like as a slight segue, I love hobbies in the sense that it's so like so unique to so many different people and. Like, obviously, the worst thing is if someone mocks you for your hobby, like, that genuinely hurts, you know what I mean? Like, no one wants that, but you've seen that train guy on on TikTok? Have you seen him? Francis? So, there's this guy whose hobby is train spotting in UK. His name is Francis, right, on TikTok, and he's blown up. He's huge. He he wears a GoPro on, he wears a hat, oh, or, like, he wears a headband and a GoPro on yeah. top. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. So he was a um, 360 GoPro where he can record himself and in front of him, and he's got a fisheye lens. So he looks he looks funny when he videos himself, and that's the whole appeal, right? But yeah, it's like hobbies like that, train spotting, raising chickens. Like how? And so how many chickens does he have? I think he has like I asked him. He had like two roosters and like four hens or something. So it's pretty crazy. But dude, talking about TikTok, have you got into weird sort of? TikTok sections ever before? Like, have you got into like India TikTok or like um, got into like dark comedy TikTok or is your TikTok feed just pretty chill? Um, because I don't have an actual TikTok profile, um, I just have TikTok. I don't, I don't have an account. So my feed is very sporadic and weird. Sometimes it's like, Sometimes it's like it follows a theme, but other times it's just some weird shit on there. And like, but when I was using the flip side TikTok, I don't know how, but I've got into like a very weird side of TikTok. Like, um, a lot of it was, um, yeah, like weird skits, um, weird couple videos, weird, um, dances. Dude, and I'm like, this, like is, this is this is weird. I discovered. I saw the video once and then yeah. I heard someone else talk about it as like a niche and I was like, whoa, oh, I did not know that was a niche. But I saw a video of like these two guys like cooking and these are like two sort of like big sort of white skinned guys and they both had Down syndrome and there's this niche in TikTok, Down syndrome cooking. <laughs> and it's just like people with Down syndrome cooking like it was like i didn't even know it was a thing and i was watching theo von he was like he was like yeah you know in my tiktok feed like you know i sometimes get like the down syndrome cooking guys you know like fred and john they're pretty popular in that niche and he talked he was so nonchalant about it down syndrome cooking is just you know what no 
let's be positive. It's good. It gives them an outlet. It makes sure. it's positive. You know what it, I've seen recently on Pornhub? There's these there's these like series where it's like a whole storyline series. There's this there's I was like, what the hell is this? It was like episode one, episode two. Dude, the comments were like. This is exactly what I needed. Man, this is so innovating. This is exactly what we need in this industry. And and I felt I was like, yeah, this is pretty innovative. Oh my god. Okay, look, let's let's close this right now. Let, let, it's it's not the time of the day, but there has been a lot of um series <laughs> on you, you know what's a new one? Vlogging on the hub. People vlog on the hub. Oh, yeah. dude, I've seen that. Yeah. There's this Chinese girl where she just travels the world and she goes to yeah. different hotels yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah that's <laughs> wild that's wild they're, they're full vlogging like what 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 is going on but it's so interesting because it sets you apart it differentiates yourself and at the end of the day if you have a niche behind any of these platforms people know that's how see just you saying oh that chinese girl yeah that does it. yeah you, you, you know, everyone knows. And it's smarter than ever because they know. Maybe you should start putting some study.com videos on the hub. Why not? Dude, there was this guy who created an OnlyFans and it was in the dropshipping space. He was like a teacher, YouTuber. And he just like created like he just on his OnlyFans, he revealed strategies. So you would pay $5 a month to get access to his strategies. So you know what's interesting? What if, what if you did that? What if you just started an OnlyFans? Just like into like business building and all that shit. Dude, what's I mean, you technically could. On me paying someone like, what's that famous porn star, the male bold guy, Johnny Sins? Johnny Sins. What's your thoughts on me paying Johnny Sins two hundred dollars for those cameo videos about yeah, studying.com? That's not worth it. That's not worth it. I've seen that. It's it's okay. First, it's hilarious. It is actually <laughs> hilarious. It is genuinely hilarious. Like. Um, you know, there's a, there's a society at UNSW, um, an engineering society or something. And then they paid $200 for Johnny's ins to say, good luck for your finals or something. <laughs> and they posted it. And that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Johnny's ins <laughs> wishing the UNSW engineering or some shit society. It's been like, good luck for your exams. Is it going to be amazing? Like, you know what? That, that's creative as hell. I love that. But if you do that, like the thing is, the novelty of it is very, it's it's interesting, it's funny, it's cool. But after people have seen it once, they don't care. Yeah. And I don't think the appeal will kind of sustain as opposed to if you get a Casey Neistat, if you yeah. get Gary V. Obviously, you know, they're like for him, it's just another way to make money and stuff. But And for you, it's like, it's just funny, it's cool. Like for you, yeah. like $200 is right, like nothing, right? It's funny, cool. To be honest, you can just do it and just get away with it. It's, it's only $200. Actually, yeah, just do it. It's funny as hell at $200, right? But I don't think you should think that as a, like an opportunity yeah. you know, for like development or everything. Because at the end of the day, everyone says it's a laugh. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd pay $200 for him just a happy birthday to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a laugh. It, it doesn't matter. It's a laugh. Like, but yeah, I, I, I don't know about it. It's a promotional piece. Dude, um, I've been thinking about this a lot over the last, maybe like two to three weeks. So for the longest time, I was like figuring out like my sort of friendship circle and who I want in my circle and who I want to sort of spend my time with because I don't have that much time and energy. So I want to be selective 
with who I give it to. And then for the longest time, there were some people that were ambiguous. Like I didn't know why I was hanging out with them. Um, it was just sort of like in this gray zone. They were like neutral people. And I was like, what do I do with these neutral people? Like where do they fit? So I then created this formula and it cleared everything up. There's three types of people I want in my life. One, people who I'm interested in, people who sort of give me value, people who I can learn from, um, and sort of people that just I learn a lot from, people I'm interested in. Two, people who are interested in me, people who find me interesting and like enjoy hanging out with me, find what I'm doing cool, and they're just interested in me. And thirdly, people who sort of have my back, people who necessarily don't provide any value or um, don't not necessarily that fine-tuned to be curious and want to know what's going on in my life, but they've just been there for so long. Well, I know worse, like whenever something happens, they'll always have my back. Um, and that's sort of why I have them in my life. So the one in having my back, like you have to like know me for a long time and sort of like, it's not easy to be put there. People who are interested in me, that's pretty hard because like f people are not curious, surprisingly. People don't, people just like talking about themselves um, and, and it's, I haven't found many people. And the third one, people that I find interesting, that's also a pretty hard category because knowing like I can sort of peel all the layers of the onion in like a 45 minute podcast. So you're constantly gonna to have to keep leveling up and constantly having to be interesting if you wanna stay in that category. So obviously the, the first, the, the two latter categories are the more sustainable ones because you can't be interesting forever. So that's sort of the formula I came down to and it really made everything clear. I was like, oh, that person I'm hanging out with because I know he has my back. That person I'm hanging out with, he doesn't really give a shit about me, but when I do sort of get a catch up with him, I learn so much and it's, like that's why like I learned so much and this person he's just super cool he always wants to find out what's going on in my life and that's why I enjoy kicking it with him do, do you think that's sustainable the three categories so yeah. where does it break Christian well where do you think it breaks do you think I th it breaks because there's not enough people and I won't have enough friends and it's like too sort of niche or too too small of like a criteria or do you think it breaks because there's other people that should be in your life, but don't fit those three criteria? Okay. Like, okay. So I'd translate what you've said in the category part into like, say the way that I would essentially communicate with and, you know, discuss things with a work friend. You'd be kind of like more wary and kind of understanding that, okay, these people, their place in my life is a colleague, right? And oversharing or you know over being overly friendly where is that going to get me is that like do i see them as a potential friend you know what i mean like someone like you said has my back or not or are they will they just remain a colleague so like yeah i can i can understand it from that point of view i think the, the example that i gave is easier for me to quantify it as being able to you know as a category as a and then i think it'll stay that way as a category because you like in my personal work history over like what five six whatever years you meet people and they're generally just colleagues they're just people that you see at work every day hey how are you going yeah what you been up to you yeah, not much what are you doing on the weekend not much 
Oh, do you need help with this? Or I need help with this. And that's it. That's it. Base, baseline. That's it. You know what I mean? That's, that's as far as it goes. Whereas some people you may, you know, you can initially categorize them as a colleague or as someone, like you said, someone that has your back or someone that you're interested in or someone that's interested in you, then you slowly interested in them. You'll slowly, you know, be able to, you know, connect on a deeper level, etc. And as a result, that's when I think it breaks. I think it breaks depending on if you are mentally saying to yourself, if you have that sort of, let's say a mental block in yourself where, okay, I have these three categories and I don't want people to be jumping from category A to oh, B to C. I don't they can want... jump. They just have yeah, to okay. be in either of the three. In either category. Okay. So like, that's fine then. You know what I mean? So if you're, if you're like, let's say like, incredibly structured down, on it. Cause it sounds a bit too like, um, I don't know if the yeah. word seems a bit like weird. I think another way I could say is Christian, would you want to give your time and energy to someone who doesn't have your back, who isn't interested in you, and you don't find interesting? Absolutely no chance. Absolutely no chance. Even if, even if someone I found interesting, for me personally, if I didn't find someone interesting, or like if someone didn't find me interesting at all, but I just found them interesting and they just don't give a shit about me, I wouldn't give them time. Like, there's no point. I, I'm not going to bother giving to that, anyone that time of day, you know what I mean? And look, you're going to, there's people that like that, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's people everywhere in everyone's lives. You have people that literally, you're not going to get along with them. What's the point? You know what I mean? So I think, okay, now that you've broken it down, it does make sense. However, I think you should really have a fine line in between them in terms of like not delving too much into thinking of this person as like, you know, when they're talking to you, look at them and like, you're a category A or B, <laughs> you know what I mean? As opposed, like, obviously, mentally, yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, at the end of the day, no one wants to spend time with someone who doesn't give a f about them. Like, that's just wasted energy, wasted effort all time, all, all year round, every single time. Like, I know what you mean. There's some people that you just meet up with because they're in a wider friend circle. Why? I mean, it's like, it's just there. But if you're able to block that out, Dude, you're doing better than a, me, so you know. I was up I was at a party recently and then I came like I came up with this pretty good answer to this question. This yeah. person was like, Oh, so how come you don't drink? Or why why are you sober? Yeah. And then I don't know, we were just vibing and I was like, I don't know, like I think when I used to drink, like I didn't like the taste of alcohol, but the reason why I would drink is because everyone else was drinking, I wanted to fit in I didn't want to be the odd one out. So that was the reason why I was drinking. And looking back at it, that's not really a good reason to drink. And that's sort of why I'm sober now. Wait, so your answer is you're just not fussed anymore, essentially, is that it? My answer is, so the only reason why I used to drink was one, I didn't like the, t I don't like the taste of alcohol. Um, I didn't really get like a buzz out of it. Like I got like, I guess you're more loose and more tired. You don't give a f But like the reason why I would drink is because everyone else is drinking. I didn't want to be the odd person out. If everyone yeah. else is drinking, you have, you, you have to drink. If everyone, if all your mates are drinking, you, you have to drink. And looking back, that's not really a good reason to drink. And as a result, I stopped drinking. Yeah. You're just essentially just getting yourself out of that situation. There's no point. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, if it makes you like, 
if you're honestly just doing it just because everyone else is doing it, then you're the bigger person for being able to, you know, you know, have some individuality and stay true to yourself and to be like, yeah, look, I just, just don't like it. There's just no point. Cause I know like one or two people that are like that as well, but, um, cause I'm thinking just, no point. out of like the 99% of people that drink, how many of them actually like the taste of alcohol? <laughs> I'd say it's like an acquired taste, depending on what you drink all the time. If you're always getting the same drinks and it's just always going to be the same shit, you know what I mean? It's just going to be trash. But I remember I, I gave you a drink and then you taste it and you're like, oh, this is fine. It doesn't taste like alcohol at all. But again, it, just, it depends on what it is because some of them, some drinks are just trash. I know what you mean. Like sometimes I'm just like drinking just because someone else is. Oh, like a particular one. I'm just like, I don't like this at all. But that's the whole stigma. I feel like it's more so around beers. Like some people just drink it just because everyone else is. But like really, they don't like it. But I think everyone's slowly, in my friend group anyway, slowly leaving that sort of, that, let's say, let's, let's call it jail cell in terms of they feel constricted by only having to drink beers. But yeah, it's fair enough. What's the point? Why would you want to do that to yourself? And what did the person say to you? They're just like, oh yeah, fair enough. They're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But I'm pretty sure she was like on like M or something. She was like really, really friendly. <laughs> oh, dude, that's another thing. Like the law of attraction is so crazy. Like I was just like, dude, I went to like two parties and it was like those parties where everyone's just like on drugs. Everyone's like freaking doing everyone's on M. I'm like, huh? I feel like doing some Emma, like a rave or something, or like a, at a, like a party. It's, it's just weird how it just, law, that's how law of attraction works. Like when you're around it, you just start thinking about doing it for some reason. I know what you mean. Like you can be in a situation or a party where everyone's doing around you. And you're like, oh, a little bit won't hurt. That's where peer pressure starts. That's what we taught in, remember you get taught in um, primary school, this shit, like you watch those, remember those really old videos that like, um, those early 2000s, those videos were made in the late 90s, early 2000s, educating like, you know, the school children on why drugs are bad and, and this and that. And you want in like, you they'd put it in like a VCR player and it'd play and then, you know, like binge drinking, for example, you go to a party, you just drink so much in one night just because everyone else is drinking or just because someone hands you a drink, you feel like you have to drink, right? And it's like that with drugs where you, at the end of the day, you don't know what it is. I, I think in some of those parties, I could, I'd be scared if someone like, if everyone's on it and someone's pressuring you, say in, in an instance, someone's just pressuring you, or oh, have it, have it, have it, egg me on, egg me on. And he keeps saying no. What if he gets spiked? The end of story. Yeah. It's weird. Like in the situation I'm in, since like everyone's like adults, like everyone's in their late 20s. So no yeah. one's saying anything. No one's pressuring. No one, like you're just so chill. In those situations, it's, it's weird. You just find yourself just gravitating towards it. But if I hung out with like people my age, everyone's drinking, everyone's getting smashed. Like, it's so easy to say no. Even they're like, hey, drink, drink. It's so easy to say, but when no one's saying anything and everyone's just doing their own thing, it's like, oh, wow. But then, yeah, like, it's crazy how, I think one, reverse psychology. <laughs> and two, how law of attraction works. Like you just hang out with, certain people and all of a sudden you're sort of doing what they're doing without even knowing it yeah yeah and then as a result all sense of individuality out the window i was thinking about it actually recently when do you think the age for people because we're 23 22 now right 
So I was just talking about it with a friend. And we're in the city for a friend's birthday, and I like to be home by a certain time because I'm a homebody. I enjoy being home. But every now and then, why not? You know, it's a friend's birthday. We'll go, like you said, you went to the party because friend's birthday, you went, right? So when we're in the city, and he goes, when do you think this is going to stop? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, when do you think we'll stop going out like we're 18 and just go out, get mad drunk or go to a bar and stuff, waste so much money, you know, doing rounds. Oh, you get the next round, I'll get the next round and then finishing up at like 1am and stuff and then going home. Because I was in a bigger group that night because it was a high school friend's birthday and going home because it was like six of us would all just rather go home together. Usually I just get like a cab or an Uber home and just whatever, right? Because I've had a few to drink so I wouldn't drive. But because there's six of us, we call the night rider, and I despise the night rider. So the night rider is a bus that you catch after all the trains are finished, just like two a.m. You catch a bus and it goes home, right? I despise it. I hate it. There's not one thing I like about the night rider. And I was, and I thought about it, like when when do I think it's? I don't know. I don't. I, I like I, I I don't know. But the thing is, we used to do it a lot more when we were younger. In my point of view, anyway, we used to do it a lot when we were younger, like eighteen. And it has slowed down a lot. Now it's like once every few months for someone's birthday. Like, yeah, screw it. Everyone's, a lot of my friends are just working now. But I'm like, uh, when will it actually stop? When will it like stop going into like, oh yeah, let's go to a par- bar and like everyone's there and so much money. And so when will it just become like, not that? It's weird, eh? Like, I think my from your answer, point of view as well, you know friends that still do it, right? Yeah, I think my hypothesis is it stops when you find out what you like and what you want mm-hmm. because i know that's not what I, I know i don't want to do that so i don't do that um because yeah. i sort of really know what i want i know who i am and what i enjoy doing and i think that's sort of when it stops now there are situations where like let's say take it back a year or two ago the reason why I would do it was because I didn't want to say no. It was someone's birthday, so you have to do it because it's someone's birthday. Yeah. It's so hard to leave early when everyone, like, it's, I just feel bad leaving and it's being like, hey guys, I'm going home early. I just didn't have the balls to say that. But looking back, that's like weird. That's stupid. If you don't, if you want to <laughs> leave, just leave. Um, yeah. A bit of like peer pressure where you want to be a part of the group, you want to do things with everyone and and i guess a bit of like you're young this is what you're supposed to do and thinking that this is what you're supposed to do so i think once i was like once you break all those things that's when you stop and then it could because i'm pretty sure no one enjoys taking the night rider home of course and and i'm pretty sure everyone's doing it because of those five things yeah so like same situation as you like it was just a friend's birthday going out to dinner i'm fine with that you know having a nice dinner a few drinks but like you know the time it was quite late and we were just talking and i was like yeah that's true like i think now that everyone's working full time by the time everyone starts getting very serious in either relationships or you know investments or whatever i don't know anything right i think it'll stop i think we'll stop i mean we already have stopped a lot but i think you know it'll slow down a lot more once everyone gets their own places as well just go to their place and just you know kick back and stuff but yeah it's interesting i was just thinking about that the other day but yeah like i'm 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 really i'm really ugh, i'm really done I might just go just live as a barista Last why not escape Friday, the troubles 
last Friday I had like the weirdest day. Like I was like I was invited to like there was a party. Oh, it was actually yeah. like I went to a comedy show. Um, oh, how was it? It was pretty good. So I I, I I had dinner, drove there, and on the way driving, I saw a car that I recognized and the plate was Poets. I was like, oh, I know this guy. What the hell is he driving? So I'm, I'm, I'm just like, and then eventually we go, to I put my window yeah. down. I'm like, hey man, do you and then he's like, oh yeah. And we, we had a small chat and we're just like on the road. We're just driving stuck in traffic. So we just had a small chat. I let him cut him and like, that was random and cool. And then I went to the, it was in the city, went to the bar, met all the people. I didn't know too many people. So I was just saying hi to everyone. Um, watched the comedy show, which was really cool, really interesting. Um, and then coming back up, randomly, an old friend from high school comes in. And I'm like, yo, like, and then we were chatting and, and then it was amazing catching up. And that was a surprise. I was like, whoa, okay, cool. Met him and he somehow knew the um the comedian who also okay. knew someone in our group so it's weird how everyone was slightly connected and i left early i left around nine one because like i only paid up to 9 p.m um, and two <laughs> it was just like uh, it, was, it was time to leave like i was tired yeah okay good and then i drove to pick i wanted to buy some fishes so i drove to alexandria oh, yeah. which was nearby and the guy, I was, the guy called me and was like, hey, so do you want me to just bring the fish down or do you want to come up and see the fish tanks? I was like, yeah, I'd love to come up and, and sort of see the fishes. So I then meet this like Singaporean kid, not Singaporean, I think he's um, Indonesian. Indonesian mm -hmm. kid, he, he has his own nice studio apartment, freaking in Alexandria, he takes me up and he's showing me, giving me a tour of all the different fishes. He gives me the two fishes I need and gives me a bunch of snails for free. I was like, oh, that was cool. And I drive home and I was like, huh, that was a pretty random and eventful day. And I'm glad that I went out and, and, yeah. and forced myself out the house. Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's so much better, I feel like I'd rather just do that. But I mean, once every now and then you're obligated, you know, to to make an appearance as, as a friend. But I think just leaving early, just like, who cares now? You know what I mean? But I want to go to a comedy show. I want to try it. I was going to actually book tickets. You know, have you... Heard of Aaron Chen? He's this um, guy from Melbourne. He's you might have seen him somewhere. He, he's he's actually decently funny. Huh. I, I laughed. Does he have a mullet? A little, yeah, he's got a mullet. Ah, he, he's he's, funny he's already. a cracker. Um, I watched this clip of him in the Melbourne Comedy Festival from a few years ago. Funny guy, and I saw tickets. So yeah, I wouldn't mind checking it out. Was that the um, Sydney um, Laugh Out of Lockdown? Was it part of that? Um, oh yeah, the guy was in lockdown. He was like this guy from Canada and he just stayed in Australia. And one of the jokes oh. was like, I was about to book a ticket back, but then he found out the government gave four, seven fifty a week. And I was like, yeah, and he just ended up staying. For oh the government COVID my God, yeah. the government just making people, he probably got paid a lot more from the government than he has in a long yeah. time. You know what he I mean? was like, dude, this is like the, the longest time I've been paid a consistent income. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, it works out. The New South Wales government or Australian government, bit of strife lately with the ATO. They've been, um, there's like, you know, the JobKeeper payments that they were sending to businesses. There was like, I think an absurd amount of money that was overpaid to them or like paid to businesses, which aren't even in operation for a long time anymore. So 
like you know how people have loopholes to get into everything that's fine like if you can if you've exploited the system in your benefit kudos to you. you that's funny that's funny it pisses me off when i see it but it, i can't say anything you know what i mean but the government's actually just useless as hell i i, I genuinely can't stand it there's like wait I've, um so jump like like i feel like there's just going to be one last like bull run for everything and yeah. it might be just a massive economic crash yeah, I think the economic crash, we feared it would be coming with America in the past couple of months, you know, with them going into their little bit of, little bit of the shits. Ah, I forget what happened. I don't know, something happened, but we were, everyone was scared. And I was like, ah, oh, should I buy some more Bitcoin? I was like, yeah, $470 million in JobKeeper overpayments. Useless. At least $38 billion in JobKeeper went to companies where the turnover did not fall, because you know the turnover for certain companies had to fall below a threshold. $38 billion went to companies that were essentially well off, that were doing well, but that's the government and, you know, you can't do anything there, but I think this is a good episode. Let's wrap it up here. It's been a very good episode for the first time back. It's, you know, we didn't expect it to be alone, but I don't know yeah, what's going on a there. a bit rusty, but... but this was a solid episode. We haven't done these in a long, long time. Um, and yeah, it's good to be back, Christian. It was a bit rusty, eh? Like, we're not used to it. We're like, used to Because you know what I've thought about it? The whole concept of what we have, the flip side, it does translate very well to when we have guests on because it's their side of the story. So, yeah, if you want to get on, shoot us a message. We'll get you on. Why not? We'll get you on. It's, it's all about, you know, wanting to learn about what the other people have to say do because at the end of the day everyone has a story even if you don't think you have a story everyone has a story but yeah this is episode 60. I'm, i just want to say i've been grateful for the amount of support that we've had on anchor in the past couple of weeks like some fire numbers patrick's episode fire kylie thank you kylie if you bothered listening this long kylie episodes. thank you kylie yeah that was phenomenal but oh, yeah guys shout out to oh. shout out to william the the quirky kid that i met at the farm thank if, if you're watching this shout out <laughs> that's a whole other story but yeah shout out william we love you william thank you but yeah we'll end it there thank you guys for listening peace